And um, so uh, I am Heck82 Podcast, and I am very happy and excited to have Simon Wright on the line. Um, Hi. Hi, Heck. How are you doing? Hey, Simon. I can't believe I'm such a lucky gal. I get to talk to you about um, rocket drumming, about uh, the band Dio Disciples, about ACDC, or maybe anything else you might have time for. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, and I just um, want to introduce... um, you know the the audience to uh, one of our our founders of, of you know hard rock and uh, metal drumming. We got to say that we you know really look up to Simon Wright as one of the great rock drummers. And uh, of course, the music has been so fantastic over the years, and just you know so enjoyable for everyone. All the great records you've made. Um, you know, and you've you, you've got to work with some of the best people and some of the most admired players um, of of all time in the history of rock. You know, including um, and I have too many questions, of course, but and uh, you know, including Ronnie James Dio, and of course, including the Young Brothers, and uh, you know, still still out there playing concerts and um, and meeting the the fans and. Um, it's been wonderful. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm still going. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Still going here. No stopping me. <laughs> no, yeah. and it's it's too cool to to get to see a show. Um, I know one that I caught, and I I know I've seen Simon Wright uh, playing in the Los Angeles area a lot, or uh, um, recently too. Um, so maybe. We'll catch some shows, but um, I know coming up there are some concerts that you have planned for certain. Um, I was going to say one that I enjoyed very much, too, and I've seen you play with Dio Disciples, but um, it was uh, Jeff Tate's Operation Mind Crime. Um, so yeah. What's, yeah, can you tell us a little bit about what's new? Um, well, what you, actually, yeah. just on the Operation Mind Crime uh Situation. I haven't been involved with that now for about a year and a half and all. Um, mm-hmm. Just for one reason or another, um, it just didn't kind of work out. But I wish Jeff and all the guys in the band all the best and uh, the best of luck, you know. So uh, right, right. You know. And, and that, then, that group um, has always had some some great players in it too. And I know they change, they switch them up. But I like Jeff Tate, and I think the records are good, you know. So that was a cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, uh, record. There, there was the three mm-hmm. records that um, that we did, kind of did, um, with Operation Mindcrime. Um, there's the three of them. Um, they they turned out pretty good, I think. I think Kelly Kelly Gray did a great job on uh, organizing all the mu- a lot of the music and engineering it and uh, producing it. Um, I thought he did a fantastic job. Yeah. Yeah, Kelly Gray is 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 really great. Too. Yes. Yep. Clever man. Um, Now, and I think most recently there was the Bon Scott tribute. Actually, are you a big part of the the tribute concerts for the ACDC players? 
um, including yeah. Malcolm Young? I, well, I, I did some, um, I, I was in um, Australia and I, I've got some friends over there who, uh, you know, they organize a, a, a tributes to Bond and stuff. You know, I'm going back in, um, in July actually to Australia. Um, there's a guy I know out there is really cool. His name's James Morley. He used to be in an Australian band called the Angels. And, uh, he organizes these, uh, you know, celebrations of Bond. It's near Bond's birthday. Um, oh, right. And yeah. It, it, yeah, it just keeps the spirit alive and people seem to really enjoy it. You know, there's a whole bunch of, you know, there's different players in the band. Guy from a, a great singer called Skaney from a band called The Poor. Um, uh-huh. You know, and um, on this run, we're going to be the guitar player is um, a guy I haven't actually, I haven't met him, but I, I've listened to his uh, to his stuff and he's incredible. He's he's uh, called Phil Emmanuel. His brother is Tommy Emmanuel. Just mm-hmm. an incredible guitar player. You know, both of them. Um, so, so yeah, that's going to be good. That's coming up in July, and um, you know, going back to Australia is uh, is always great. I really enjoy it out there, and the people are so down to earth. You know, it's great out there. Should be good. Oh, I wish, I wish you know, you the best of uh, the best of that tour. That that really sounds cool. Um, and I haven't been to Australia myself. I do hope to make it there. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, but, but it's a long. It's a long yeah. way away. If you can make it, though, it's worth oh, it. It's great. Yeah. Well, I hope to. But you know, and certainly some of the the players are are so greatly loved. Um, you know, Bon Scott and then the rest of the guys are some of the the players that you mentioned. And um, of course, I know that's where um, I think I think that the young brothers were living, isn't it? Is, is Angus still there? Phil Rudd is still there. Some of the um, original well, band I, members. Angus uh, has a house in. Um, he lives in Holland. I, I don't know. He used to have a house in in uh, Sydney, but mm-hmm. I, I really don't know if he's got that anymore. I haven't really been in touch with him for such a long time since. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when? <laughs> but, uh-huh. um, yeah, they're well loved over there. Obviously in Australia, I mean they're like an institution. So, you know, it's um, quite remarkable. You know, when I when I go over there, I I meet people and they've got stories about Bon and Malcolm and Angus and they've cool. either worked with work with them or they've been friends with them for a while and it's um, you know it's great to hear the stories and stuff. I never met Bon Scott, so it was good to hear. You know, oh, that was my next question. Um, <clears throat> his songs are, are my favorites, absolutely. I just love Bon Scott. Oh yeah. Um, and I know, um, you know, you're such a great contributor to the band ACDC and uh, put out um, several records with them, too. So since the uh, the beginnings, it was uh, Flick of the Switch and um, who may, uh, Fly on the Wall, Who Made Who, Blow Up Your Video, Um uh, so that was cool, but you and then and then moved uh, moved straight on to Dio. So these are you know just world famous bands. So um, yeah, you know, I, I, I was, of, sorry, go ahead. Oh, there's too much to say about the music, <laughs> but certainly you know you're you're one of the players that people admire a lot. Um, I think a lot of young people look up to the playing style. Um, 
But I'm, I want to mention Malcolm's passing. This is kind of recent, and, you know, we just express our regret. Um, but he's here in spirit with us, and, um, you know, I appreciate what he did for, for rock and roll or hard rock, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I, I mean, I was just, you know, so lucky to play with him. I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was just awful when he passed away. It was awful when I heard he got sick. So, um, uh, yeah, yeah, it really but, um, took me aback. It was um, right, right. Yeah, but uh, you're right. He, his contribution to rock and roll is uh, set in stone. You know, the best rhythm guitar player there ever was, if you ask me. But uh, uh you know. so so strong uh, a rhythm player. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh. All those songs he wrote, I mean, come on, uh-huh. he's just incredible. You know, he's a freaking genius. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, what? Yeah, you know, they're so so brilliant. Well, um, you know, the whole everybody in the band says music is is too famous, but um, what was it like playing together, and what was it like uh, songwriting with the brothers Young? It, it was great playing with them. I mean, mm-hmm. when it when they lock in together and they're playing live, it was um, it had a certain rhythm to it, you know. That that was just I don't know. It just clicked. It just you know, it was so locked in to be up there playing with them. It was some nights. It was it just went like a freight train, you know. Uh-huh. Especially the the song Let There Be Rock, Let There Be Rock, you know, and um, uh-huh. and writing with them was was. was was cool too. It was all very relaxed. It wasn't like a a set time to write a song, so to speak. It was just kind of hanging in the rehearsal studio, and uh, some songs were were already uh, kind of worked on, and we messed around with those. And then other songs would just would just happen, you know, just rehearsing and jamming away there, and uh, it, it it just came about like that. It was all very relaxed, and um, you know, there was. Spent a few hours in the pub, put it that way. <laughs> so it was, uh, uh, it was all good. Great, great. Yeah, I like I like to uh, I like to see that in my imagination. You know, maybe hanging around or hanging around the pub, and then just get together in the studio and just work it, work the songs out. You know, I can picture this. So, um, yeah, it's very relaxed. Wow, uh, cool. Well, I got you know, and I have to ask. Because I don't know if everybody knows the story, but um, you're obviously an English um, man. <laughs> yes, and, uh, I am. <laughs> last, last, yeah. last time I looked, yes, I'm an Englishman. <laughs> and um, you know, and uh, obviously worked hard as, as a drummer. How did you get started, and how did you meet with the band, the Young Brothers? Did you meet in the United States actually, and get hired on, or how did it no, happen? No. Yeah, it all happened. I, I was in bands. I, I'm from Manchester, England, and I was in a couple mm-hmm. of bands over there, and um, that kind of fell apart for one reason. And um, I, I decided I'll, I'll, I'll try and I'll go down to London. I had some friends down there, and I was trying to get in a band or whatever. I was in a band down there eventually in London, but that didn't last very long. Um, and then a friend of mine saw an ad in a, in a music paper. Uh, for a asked for, you know a drummer wanted if you don't hit hard don't apply so I thought well oh yeah okay yeah oh, really? I, I thought <laughs> I'll 
I hear hard, so I'll give it a shot, you know. Yeah. But that was <laughs> um, London, actually. Yeah, that was in okay. that was in London. Okay. Yeah. And um yeah, I, I, I went along to the audition and um I auditioned with the drum tech and a drum kit and I played to some songs. Mm-hmm. Um and I he said, That's great, you know, we'll 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 call you back or whatever. And I wasn't expecting a call back. I don't know why, I just had a feeling, but he called back <laughs> in a couple couple of hours and he said, We need you to get back down here tomorrow and I said, Well I can't because I haven't got any money. And he mm. said, Don't he said, Don't worry about that, just get in a get in a cab, get in a taxi. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I went I went back down and he's he's walking me through this corridor to another part of the rehearsal place and there's all these flight cases with A C D C on them and I said I turned to him and I said, Are you joking? And he went he just gave me a big <laughs> smile. <laughs> So I walked in and there they were and we said hello and we played some songs and away we went, you know. Next thing yeah. I know, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, my whole life changed. <laughs> so, oh. you know. Was, yeah, you yeah. never know. I've heard, I've heard it's always nice to hear some people's drummers. I mean, even the smaller bands, so to speak, I mean, lesser known of bands or local bands, you know. And that's that's maybe how it happens is you, you get your playing style down and you practice and you work hard and then you go out and meet people and maybe you you know you audition or something you get your drum kit you know that's right and so we get you say and more power to younger players but and it, it's not that you have uh being famous in mind that isn't you know the mindset that some some players struggle with this it's the, the mindset isn't isn't the fame you know it's you've got to have it Loose, casual attitude and say, you know, even I'm going to play my best, even if my band isn't world famous, you know, then that's, I feel good about it. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Kate. Kate. I mean, because, you know, it's, it's, there's one thing I, I talk about is that, you know, if it's okay getting the gig, it's getting the gig is okay. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you got, it's, it's really hard work. And I'm not complaining mm-hmm. because I love mm-hmm. drumming, but as usual, most musicians will tell you that the best part of the tour or the day or the week is probably that hour and a half, two hours that you spend on, on stage, and the rest of the time is just a, 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 a pain in the ass, so to speak, you know? Ah, so uh, so that, that's that's something that, you know, people have to understand. To You know, musicians, you get the gig, then you've got to work at it. Yeah, yeah, always, always work. It's it's uh, hammer. I always think things is like in terms of hammer is, and nails. <laughs> We're still doing this. You know, you got to uh, to use those tools and build on your you, tools. But you do to go back to you know what I was saying about about the fame. That wouldn't you agree that part of the work is is the fame and it's dealing with how much popularity your band has. Maybe it's very little at a certain point, and that's difficult, you know. Maybe it gets to be more, and it's a lot, and people, well, you know, and it's yeah, difficult dealing no, with a whole lot of people or something. Maybe it's a challenge, you know. It, it can be. It can be. If mm-hmm. you're from just a regular town and all of a sudden you're thrust onto the, you know, in front of people and you're not used to it, it takes some getting used to. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's the one thing that I have learned and I've been I think I've been not only lucky in getting to play with all these great people but mm-hmm. these they're, they're great people because they're down to earth you know and 
getting lo- getting thrown into that massive situation with ACDC, the one thing about them is they're they're, they're just regular people, you know. They're down to earth. They they mm. they, they know when to when when to rock and be on stage and mm. you know deal mm. with the whole press thing and everything like that. But when that's not happening. They're just normal people, you know. And Ronnie was the same uh-huh. way too, you know. Uh-huh. It was he's just so down to earth and mm-hmm. quiet, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, just a regular guy. I mean, if you're lucky enough to find and get yourself around people like that, that's half the battle. But if you stop around a bunch of people who are, you know, not so down to earth and more interested in how they look or, or they're kind of vain in a way and they look, look right. at the whole record industry as, you know, it owes them a living. That that's not that can be difficult because that puts you in a situation where you don't, you, you know, you, you don't learn from that. You just go along with this, you know, crazy train of, um, you know, not fi- getting yourself wrapped up with people who are not sincere uh-huh. in the end. Yeah, so, yeah. But also, I think that you know, respect and mutual respect. You have enough respect for other players, persons around you, you know, and um, yeah. And then that's a that's a a big part of it. Having a great attitude too. It's just it not is, only right. that I'm in this band, but also you know that I respect uh, the these band members as much as I respect myself or, you know, something. So I think a lot of this is growth that, that a, a young player has to, to build, you know, <laughs> build into. It, it's true. It's very true. It really is. You know, I mean, I was very young when I got in that band and they helped me out a lot and made sure that I didn't, um, you know, hang out with the wrong people and all the rest of it. And, Oh, I see. Yeah. Just, uh-huh. just they didn't make sure, but it it just kind of happened that way because they're a very close unit anyway, and so was Ronnie in a way. Um, and it it makes for um makes you for a better person, you know, because you're just down to earth and you still respect people, and you mm-hmm. like you and like you said, you respect the other musicians that are in the band as well. You know, it's uh, right. That's that's a good point. I mean, it's it's like. You have to listen to your to the people in your band as well. It's not just if you're a fantastic guitar player, fantastic drummer. That's that's half of it. The other half is getting along with people in your band and you know just just dealing with it in with a, in a respectful way to 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 everybody. You know, um, mm-hmm. and that should just happen naturally. But sometimes if you get caught up with kind of like the wrong people, you end up being an asshole. <laughs> right, yeah, or, or <laughs> you know, know, very arrogant or something like this. But um, well, well, I won't go on about it. But yeah, from my perspective, when you know when we're looking at our, our uh, founders of rock and metal, and we're um, you know motivated and inspired by by people like you. But um, yeah, to think of. Playing a concert in a in a smaller known lesser known band in a local venue, say with not too many people there, <laughs> and they're saying, "Why am I doing this?" And look around and say, "Well, you know, who do I respect most? Is it my family? Is it the fans here? Is it friends I have? Is it myself? You know, or maybe I'm going to have to keep my day job, and this isn't going to work out. I'm going to have a regular job in a factory." 
and I won't be able to be a player. <laughs> and well, so I think you know, I and think, the, the I think fair, the first but. I think the first thing you have to do is love what you love you're playing and love what you're doing. I mean, you know, it's hard to say that I if you're if you feel that you're not get getting on or moving on, you know, you're playing that smaller club with lesser people and stuff like that. It, mm-hmm. It's it's something that you know if you if you hang in there, you know it it usually stuff like that builds. Sometimes it doesn't, but mm-hmm. if you love what you're doing, as you know, I mean, you love playing, then you know it's difficult. I mean, there's no record companies anymore. It's totally changed, um, especially in the hard rock heavy metal genre. So you it know, it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. It certainly has, hasn't it? I mean, it, it's difficult for any bands to get on and and do anything really. I mean, it's um, it it's just something that um, that that that's just happened and I think that, it, that but first and foremost I think if you love what you're doing I think that will carry you a, a long way but I think there does have to come a point and I mention this a lot is that I, you have to there comes a point when you have to decide is this going to be my career my job or right. am I am I going to am I going to excel in some other job you mm-hmm. know and keep mm-hmm. keep my 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 love of guitar or drums or bass or whatever as kind of a um, just fun and a hobby, and that's okay too. But I think you know you you need to get to a point, you know, where you stop beating yourself up. You know, am I going to be yeah. a rock star or am I going to make a million dollars at this? And you have to be realistic. I mean, it's uh, it, it's it's a choice. I think a lot of musicians do have to make, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, thank you for sharing. And I and I have to say, some people, you know, they look at your career and they say, my, my, you know, wow, he moved from uh, one world famous band to another, from ACDC, right into uh, the band Deal. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> wow, you know, how did you yeah, do that, it? It's so exciting and well, it's amazing. Well, you know, that, <laughs> that was, you got to kind of have a plan, you know. <laughs> a plan. I mean, it, it kind of, I, you know, I, I, there was some time there to 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 kind of organise all that and all, and um, I'd known Ronnie for a few years and stuff, and the, the opportunity arose, and you know, I I I was lucky. I'm lucky. I mean, you know, I, uh, it's hard work as well. You know, it's not it's once you like I was saying earlier, I'm lucky, but you, right, once you right. get it, once uh-huh. you get it, you got to work it. You know, and it's yeah. that's so cool too, but you know, it's. I don't know. It, it it it's not been all roses. Let me tell you that. <laughs> but been I've managed hard, to make. moments. I've managed to keep it times. keep it going. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's okay. been some difficult times. Um, yeah. Yeah, like everybody, you know. I mean, it's just a case of, you know, putting your head down and working things out. And um, you know, I got a daughter. I got a family. I got a car payment. All the rest of it, just like okay. everybody else. Uh-huh. You got to you got to keep it going. You know. And I've been lucky mm-hmm. enough to. Hang in there, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. And Rock and roll. So working with, with Gil, and um, I've heard uh, some some stories about what it, what it was like uh, working with Ronnie James Steele and uh, recording records or uh, doing shows, performances, some of them very, very large. You know, some of the performances you've done have been like amphitheaters. Is that not so? Um, I've, I'm seeing one, two, three, 
It's five albums you actually recorded with with Dio. I think it was five. Yeah, yeah. We did a couple of live yeah. uh, DVD albums and stuff. We did the two, and um, it, it was fantastic working with Ronnie. I was really lucky to do that, you know, obviously. And um, you know, he's a. I loved the way he worked, and uh, it was you know music, music, music. It was writing and. Um, <clears throat> You know, writing, touring, writing, touring. It was really cool. It worked great that way for me. Um, and uh, just being being around Ronnie he was just a, a really, really, really good friend. And I miss him every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and he's he's with us in spirit too. And so. Yeah. And then we have to keep this in mind, especially me, like a regular person like me. When I'm feeling down or blue, I've got to get my uh, my radio out <laughs> my, my music player and play some really good music and just rock out you know and feel sure feel better sure, yeah. you feel a part of everything you know yeah but, absolutely um, yeah so excellent excellent um I, I love the way the music is built constructed it's too great um as far as your rock playing and i'm familiar with some of these great rock drummers but I mean, who are your best inspirations or your best contemporaries? Well, I, there's a lot of them. I, when I was mm-hmm. a kid, when I was a, a wee kid, uh, just getting into it and loving everything about music like yourself. I mean, I, I love Zeppelin. I mean, that's and Thin Lizzy were a band too that I listened to a lot. So uh-huh. you know, you know, you've got Bonham, you've got Brian Downey. Um, I liked um, Andy Parker from UFO. I thought he was really solid and just pretty straight ahead. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, there, there's lots of inf- of influences. You know, it's um, you know, cozy. I love that. Uh, cozy, cozy, cozy as well. Cozy as well. He was awesome. Um, you know, it, it's it's it, it, you know it's it, I don't know. It's I I I can't, I learned. You know, I learned playing was was just playing along to you know music and stuff with headphones on up in my bedroom and I didn't re- so I had lots of influences coming in you know um and I mm. just played along and then when it came to being a band I I I just kind of um especially the early bands it was just you know blast away aimlessly but that, you know working with bands um as it went along you want you start to understand how songs are created you know there's an intro there's the verse there's the pre-chorus there's the chorus there's back to the verse and okay. then there's the middle okay. you, you know so you whenever you think you know like when i'm learning songs i, I kind of know where or i think i kind of know um where, <laughs> where 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 it's gonna go sometimes it changes up i mean i had to learn some of the queensland material and that those songs are not your regular kind of songs. They've got odd time mm-hmm. signatures, and um, the, you know they've got uh, a, a style of drumming that is a little different to what I'm used to. So um, that, that was really, really uh, cool learning that stuff. But um, yeah, I think my influences just go back to the, you know, the beginnings of, of heavy metal and hard rock, at Bonham and Cozy yeah. and all that. So, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And um, what is it about your playing style that, that people might find inimitable? I mean, are there certain accents or certain um, 
special effects do you use? Not really special effects. I mean, I I, I tend to um, I I tend to play just play for the song. I I don't know what it is about my my playing. A lot of some some people have have you know like the way that I'm you know pretty. I I don't overplay. I like to mm-hmm. play overplay. I like to overplay a little bit in, uh-huh. in, for for a couple of bars somewhere in a song. You know, mm-hmm. obviously these days that's what I kind of think about. Um, but I I really don't push it. I like to keep within the song and make try and make my drumming as uh, kind of as probably as musical as I can mm-hmm. um, without going over the top. You know. Okay. Okay. And and it's been. You know, a lot of times I've been so many different drummers. I've been Cozy Powell, I've been Bill Ward, I've been Vinnie Apsey. Um, oh yeah. Oh, I've yeah. been Scott Scott Rockenfield. I mean, but so okay. what I try to try to do when I'm learning those songs is I I put my own try to put my own stamp on them. Um, but you know, I pretty much stick to the integral drumming parts. I think which which are, are within the song and which have already been recorded. Uh-huh. You know, or, mm-hmm. or played live, because okay. um, songs do change around. But um, yeah, I I just try to be solid. Is is probably the best word I can say. <laughs> it's a solid style. Yeah. Yeah. It's not I like just... I'm I'm going to start with all of these embellishments, but you do add those in to make it yeah flavorful. Yeah, I, I try I try to be sympathetic to the song. I think is 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 the best way to say it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and the performance style is, is good, too. Um, well, and uh, I just, I, you know, I appreciate your time. Uh, and what performances can we look forward to coming up? Are you with Dio Disciples in, in May? Yes, we have those shows in May. We have some more at the end of June, mm-hmm. um, some, some more at the end of july and into august um okay and um there's there's i think some more after that i i forget right now that's about all i can remember right now but we got yeah. a lot of show you know a lot of yeah. shows coming up we've got local shows coming up again we're back at the whiskey on uh june 28th 29th is las vegas okay. Ramped. uh uh-huh. the tw- 27th is san diego at brick by brick so okay yep we 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 got geared up and we're doing a bunch of shows this year and we all have other things to do as well. I'm yeah. going back to Australia in June, in May. I'm in mm-hmm. Italy, so yeah, okay. just trying to keep busy, you know. Excellent. Well, it's too cool and it's always fun to follow the the, the bands. And um, personally, I don't I like when the players switch up. Um, because it's interesting and fun, but I do follow, you know, you guys and see where which bands you're with. Because I know Vinny Apice is often the drummer of Dio Disciples. Um, I've seen, I saw Brian Tishy, you know, so many times. He's, you know, an active guy. He was with Operation Mind Crime, all these other things that all of you do. I mean, the concerts you can, you're a part yeah. of. Yeah. Well, um, well, we. We all got to keep playing and working in different situations. Yeah. I think these days it's um, it's tough to be in a band that uh, can sus- just one band that can sustain you. Uh, so um, mm-hmm. I think that's why 
the you know the economy and the way the music business is. I think a lot of musicians kind of jump around and uh, you know go from one thing to another. And okay. I think it works sometimes, but sometimes it gets a little bit. If you're in six or seven bands, people lose track of exactly you know you lose your identity. You know, so um, I try to keep it at a minimum. <laughs> yeah, well, I know it's too fun, and I know musicians like Tim Ripper. Is always in in this in in a band that is so unique that you can hardly keep track of them. And Rudy Sarzos too is um, nowadays. People yeah, are I, I, different I, bands I, that are really cool. But, I just um, did a I just did an album with Rudy and um and and Craig Goldie and Wayne Finley and um, this new singer that we found called Diego Valdez from a band called Electronomicon and the band's called Dream Child. And, um, oh okay. Yeah, we've done an album. It should be out by the end of the year. And uh, oh, okay. yeah, it's that's, it's just another si- it's just yeah. another situation of people jump, you know, creating and then moving on. I think so. We'll see what yeah. happens with that with that band. But uh, well, I'm sure it's, it's terrific because such it, experienced players, you know, and it's wonderful. I can't yeah. wait to hear it. It does sound good. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> um, <laughs> And um, are you playing Hellion still? Um, n- not so much, not so much. Um, you know, Anna's um, Anne Boleyn. She she has um, she's she's a lawyer as well. Mm-hmm. So a oh, lot really? of the law, yeah, mm-hmm. her law biz uh, business has uh, taken off. So um, she's kind of taking a a little bit of a break from that by now. We do have a a live Hellion album that we did. Um, which is in the can, so to speak, which sounds okay. pretty good. Yeah, and I'm hoping oh, uh, at some point that can be released. Um, I think next year, sometime early next year, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Can't mm-hmm. promise. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah, and I know I enjoyed the Rhino Bucket concert. I know it wasn't you on drums. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, I was there was, to drink. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm, so was I. <laughs> it was a fun, fun place to be uh, at the Rainbow. Yeah. Um, I saw you play with USO one time, and that was actually in another town. It was Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And um, yeah. so, well, good stuff. Um, I got to tell you, you know, thanks for all the hard work and all of the concerts and all of the records. <laughs> I just can't say, you know, enough. It's well, thanks, Kate. So, yeah, no, really wonderful work. I um, appreciate it. Thank you very much. I do. Mm-hmm. And I, I certainly look forward to seeing uh, you with the Disciples again and other shows, hopefully in and around town. So, well, excellent. Is there anything cool. else you, you want to add? Oh, just, um, yeah, just um, thanks for... Uh, the questions and stuff and it's nice talking with you and um okay. you know if anybody sees them out there come along and see the band i don't know <laughs> absolutely well thank cool. you simon uh, uh you know appreciate it again all the best wishes to all of your bandmates as well so i wish you thanks. the best of the summer and the uh, time ahead you too thanks a lot kate i appreciate okay. it nice talking with you thanks simon okay bye, bye.